Spoilers ahead, fuck nuts. The sea. The Polytratus. Big dick energy. The person needs new experiences. They draw something deep inside. Without change, something sleeps inside us. The sleeper must awaken. Oh, it's a good old, old spice shit. <laughs> Couldn't tell. We've just watched the old Dune. Welcome to Retro Weenwind, everybody. Yes, we watched the 1984 Dune yes. that uh, David Lynch did, which he did. Uh, Twin Peaks, which is uh, a show from the 90s that you've seen some of, right? Yes. It's very baked. awesome, but baked <laughs> show at the same good time. Good baked. It's a good. It's a well baked cake yeah. of a movie. And Just like, I would say this is also pretty oh, this baked. is definitely baked at points. This is trippy at points. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got uh, some really trippy stuff in this, and I think this one. Oh no, it was PG thirteen. I was thinking this was R because like they had some disturbing shit in this one. Like when they first introduced like the Harkonnen dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, the uh, the ugliest fucking the blood bastard and, and the ever. Blood and everything. Like I was like. I was like, okay, so this one must be R, like, watching that. A little bit of blood is R. God. No, he, like, ripped the thing's, like, heart out almost. Well, it wasn't yeah. a heart tag. It was like, a little chip, but then, like, blood was, like, spewing out of it and everything. I was just like, damn, this is a disturbing scene. You just need to enlighten your mind with spice. <laughs> and you'll, it totally is just average day. Just an average day. Just an average day in Arrakis. That's actually pretty light for them. <laughs> it kind of is, actually. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this movie was interesting because we just saw the newest Dune movie, Part Two. Great movie, perfect, perfect movie of the year. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's only February, but yeah, definitely the best movie we've seen. Best movie so of the far. year already, already. <laughs> we know it's gonna be the best. I already know it's the best thing, best thing. All so the we, others, shit. So yeah, we saw that. And we we were such huge fans of it. We knew we had to do a retro rewind for the original too. And honestly, uh, I've been wanting to see this because I've never seen it. Yeah, well, you've just been seeing like the memes, like the South Park references and stuff like that exactly. they did to this. And was like, oh, I've really had to. I wonder it. where that's from. And then I, I knew his name was attached to it. So I was kind of like, okay, that's got to be some trippy ass shit because Twin Peaks is definitely weird at points. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, watching it today, it was definitely a lot of fun because I don't know if you've seen those <coughs> things, but like. Uh, it's like MCU if it started in the '80s or something like that, and it's like all these '80s actors, like as like uh, Captain America or Thor or something like that. Mm. This almost reminds since I haven't seen this yet. This almost reminded me of if like literally something like that actually got made. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got Patrick Stewart as Gurney. You got 
uh, Kyle McLaughlin, the guy that's dude. the main character of Twin Peaks. You got him as dude. Paul here. Oh, I, I, dude, I love Patrick Stewart's like weird bald mullet he has. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's funny as fuck to me. No, he's he was good in this, and I, I yeah, that thing just fucking was so it's that interested just me too. So, it's that was such like a, a weird hairstyle. That was a character of its own. I've never seen it before, but it, <laughs> until this movie, and it's like. Oh my god, it's just so funny to me. He could be like an older Joe Dirt. It's like it's like oh it's like a Joe Dirt that was going like actually instead of if that was his hair, mm. it was just going bald and he just didn't want to cut the rest. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that. Make it so. He, he's balding, but he still refuses to accept it, so he's just going to keep growing his hair out. And Patrick Stewart is an older Joe Dirt. Oh my god, because <laughs> those movies are so great. I feel like in this movie it'd be Joe fucking Dur- Joe Sand. <laughs> Joe Sam. Joe Dirt, but he's in the Dune universe. Joe Spice. Uh, but yeah, so <coughs> I I thought this movie was really interesting. Um, I thought the pacing for it was actually pretty good, considering it's not like a part one, part two, like this new one was, and it's it's basically them telling both parts in less uh with a less runtime of even the first movie. Yeah. Of the Dennis Villeneuve ones. Because that one was like two hours, 20 minutes, and this is literally like two hours, 10. Hmm. So, yeah, they're able to fit a lot in here. But as we kind of talked about earlier, uh, some of the problems with some of these things that like we just saw with the new Avatar show is like when you have something where there's like so much to the story, like it can be a little weird when you're trying to condense all of that. Yeah, you, know, you got to like change a, a few hour. things type of. Yeah. But, uh, so I definitely noticed, like, towards the beginning, it wasn't as noticeable for me because, like, you had the stuff from the first movie with Paul and, like, him having to stick his hand inside the box and shit like that. And I thought, like, all that stuff was definitely, like, familiar. Mm. But, like, I liked how they approached it in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because you, you knew this, you know, like, even though it was not new to me. Like, I was like, okay, so this is the original time people saw, like, this scene, basically. Because I always thought that was such an awesome scene in the new one. When, like, he's sticking his hand into the box. Oh, he like. hurts! <laughs> <laughs> it's just like... Uh, unless you're the fucking Harkinson guy from the new... Who's in the new one fucking was getting a woody off of it. Who, uh, Dave Bautista or no, Austin the, Butler? Austin Butler's kid. Oh, yeah. Remember, like, the, he was like, he uh, put his hand in the box and he seemed to like it. Yeah. He's like, he, uh, he likes pain. Well, yeah, that was the other thing. Like, that was on the new one. That, but the yeah. uh, those characters were not fleshed out like at all here. Oh yeah, no, they just they're just villains. Yeah, they're basically they're just uh, fill in the the villain exactly uh, thing in there. They're barely in it too, which is like Floyd Roitha and I forget what Dave Batista's character's name is, but one of the other ones, the the, the pussy one, it's like Banan or something. Yeah, yeah it's like something like that. <laughs> he but, was not um, the obvious favorite one of the family. <laughs> yes. Even though he's the like jacked one, they treated him like the little bitch. Kind of was a little bit. That, <laughs> that little shit in the uh, new one, in the new. Even though Austin made him Butler's skinny as fuck, and then the other one's just fat. And he's just buried. an absolute sociopath. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm like Dave Bautista's. Like, anyway, we're we're talking about the new one again. Fuck, that's another podcast. But like, it was interesting to kind of see like the villains here because they they did do some things kind of interesting. Like I thought they were creepier here. They were very more creepy. Yeah. They, they, they went. St- they're creepy in the really new ones, creepy. but they're they're really creepy in this. Like cause yeah, they that's... just have like scabs and shit. Like they're disgusting. Yeah, they're covered in boils and stuff like in like gross like blemishes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They also get the weird ass like 
the weird ginger hair type thing going on for some reason. Yeah, I didn't like that, but I guess it kind of worked for like it's making like, them. They all look like almost. they all looked like carrot top with receding hairlines, yeah. but and also a lot worse skin. Like, <laughs> oh my god, the skin was disgusting. Like especially on the fat one, the fat floating, uh, the the Baron. Yeah, ugh. You could see it was totally like an eighties like. I don't know. I feel like the villains were never really flushed out in a lot of these 80s ones. They're not like flushed the out, but they, look, they always do look the, yeah. the, the part. I will give that to the 80s. They made their villains look me- actually menacing. But sometimes like they but feature not, not, not so exactly little into out. the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was kind of the problem with them here. Hmm. Um, even though with the new ones, like I thought the villains like weren't the best. Like They were a little... like. It's, like, kind of the same thing with this 84 one. Like, they're just a little generic, I feel like, with these Dune ones. Mm. Like, which part of that is this is a series that started in 1965 that, like, kind of got, like, Good an adaptation books. after things like Star Wars and Star mm. Trek had already been, like, the first ones that, like, made, like, were sci-fi legends and were the popular ones, you know? Yeah. So a lot of things that, like, this actually started or they took inspiration from with the books, like, you know, is seeming like it's repeating old stuff already, kind of. Um, But, so I I, I always try to keep that in mind with, like, Dune, Mm. and and especially with this one, too, since I'm now seeing the 84 (coughs) one after the, the newest ones. But, uh... Yeah, there was a lot to kind of appreciate here. Oh, I, I think like, the visuals were great. Yeah, the visuals were good. Uh, they also go a lot more into the, the importance of Spice, too, in this one than the new ones. Mm-hmm. New ones do bring it up, but it's more in the background. It's kind of more of a background thing a lot more of the time. In this one, it's straight up every, almost every conflict or sentence. It's like, we must control the Spice. He who controls the Spice controls the galaxy. It's mm-hmm. literally a big... It's a lot more... It feels more of a big role in where it's more central of a conflict of, for the spice at least yeah and the other one it's the spice was yeah important but it's more like secondary less, it's it's less mentioned it's more of like something just to give like conflict you know like them or blowing the up the spice stuff, stuff in order to get everyone pissed off the baron and stuff like that mm. it's like it's more like a tool for that in this one it's like more focused on how spice is something else other than just essentially uh, space oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's it's something that powers everything. Power pe- all the people love to use it for the shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I get big, I take it a nice line of spice in the morning. <laughs> get you going. Ooh. Yeah, I feel like this one. Uh, <laughs> also, the CGI aged pretty well too. Other than the shields, it's the shield. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah those fucking Minecraft shields. They, they look like a Minecraft characters. <laughs> the shields in this one. It's it's so funny to me. It's so <laughs> bad, but everything else looks great. Like the ships and stuff. Like they look fantastic. Oh, they yeah. honestly look at like the Star Wars prequel level pretty much, and this is like twenty years before that. About <laughs> yeah, they... I mean the not Phantom Menace because that was ninety nine, but uh. By the time he got to like Revenge of the Sith, that was like 2005 or six or whatever. I know you mean. No, I know. I know what you mean. And this one, they also did like have to rush a few more things to like speed up the stuff just to get your good ending. Because, like you said, it was like two what two hours ten minutes. You said this one was. Yeah, I think so, or eleven or something. It's kind of. It's actually kind of impressive they were able to fit all that shit into a two like a little bit of a two hour movie. Well, part of it is like 
I don't know if I would really say it's a negative thing. Like, I think it would be for some people, but there's a lot of exposition. Mm. Like, at the beginning, like, they have, like, the whole, like, original Blade Runner thing where they have, like, the princess come on and, like, she's the narrator kind of, like, telling you all this shit, like, exposition for, like... Yeah, like, to kind of set up the story for you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, and it, I love how she like too like set part of it up, and then she was like, and then she like start faded out, and then she's like, oh yeah, I almost forgot. Like she literally says that, and then it's like she's like Paul Atreides, and I'm like, what? You Paul almost li- you literally almost forgot to set up the main character of this movie. You're literally the narrator, and you almost forgot. The- she just hates him. She, she forgot to Paul. set up Paul and like Arrakis. I think she's like, she- oh. Yeah. Or maybe that's what it was. She's like the planet Arrakis. Is also maybe known the director just re- the, ma- the person whoever made this just really loved the the politics more than anything. They loved the whole HRE feel of the uh, of this world. But then they're like, oh shit, yeah, hold on, Arrakis too. Fuck, <laughs> we gotta get into the Arrakis storyline. And then immediately after that, like with the <laughs> exposition at the beginning with her, it cuts to like I think basically that scene at the start of the uh, where Paul is. Um, looking like at the training stuff on his computer or whatever and it's like a it's all the planets basically like not all the planets though but literally like the four that feature in the movie yeah it's like there's house there's planet blah 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 home of house of trades planet blah blah yeah i'm like wow they're literally like wicked on the nose with it but I they, I think they really love the the uh the world dune in that sense i think the creator of this did which and then like he that's why I felt the beginning mm. felt really flesh did feel really fleshed out with the uh, politics yada mm. yada the slow chair. but then he once you get to the free run or the or what was it the the Freeman? the Fremen 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 yeah. that's what it was and you kind of sped kind of sped through that storyline yeah I didn't I think, like that part as much I liked the beginning a lot uh, or I felt like it was doing a pretty good job of like recapping most of the first one in like yeah. a shorter amount of time. But then by the time you got to like the Fremen one, I think it that was kind of the sacrifice is like you didn't really buy like how they just kind of like instantly like bought into him. Like the director realized he was he was like, oh, shit, we got to keep this within like around the two hour mark. We OK, can't. so basically he meets them <laughs> and they instantly see him as a god and trust every like because there's none of that conflict of like there were some of them like that don't trust him or like yeah. they had none of that in this one. I think. I think Remember. a lot of that also had to do with the, uh, you know, the typical. Uh, he was like, "All right, we all know the story. This is dances with wolves, with but with fucking yeah. space, with uh, space Arabs and stuff like that." Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, we have to skip this mark because this we gotta keep this within two hours. We can't do three hours in the eighties. Fuck you. It's just, <laughs> no, um, literally. So they, like, the audience isn't gonna give a shit, guys. Come and then on. they sped up, of course, the ending. And they made Paul basically at the. God. The yeah, the very or I did like how they implemented the voice mm. that Paul has more in this. Him getting like fucking overpowered with or basically Fuzro died. To me, it did seem people. like he became like oh. wicked overpowered like way too fast. I mean, yeah, like, it was like more I said, that's because they the they had to parts. speed up the yeah. the free uh, the fucking Freeman fu- uh, storyline and everything like that. But not 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 terrible. No, like, not terrible, but, but just a little too fast for yeah, me. But just sped up. The, the, like I said, after the uh, them kicking out Paul and killing off the the Atreus mm. uh, bloodline, and then they're but like for being an eighties movie it. and being over two hours, I was kind of pushing it anyway. Yeah, exactly, and that's, you know? and that's I think one reason why they had to do it. They just, back then they, they were like, we can't make this three hours, guys. Yeah. We're gonna get bored, or even two and a half. You yeah. know, like they just. 
This was back in the, like back in the. They're like, at least yeah. for something like this, like a sci-fi one, like we saw that with like Godfather and shit, obviously. But like they were like, this is a sci-fi movie, like. Yeah, especially it's like dude, this was like, Dune was known by like readers and stuff mm. like that, but I don't think it was like known too much by like, too many people really knew Dune until this. Movie so like I came said, out. like Star Wars, like kind of on Trek and like other things, like eclipsed it almost, you know, because yeah. it was the it was known for the book, but then in pop. <laughs> Into other avenues of pop culture, it never really went beyond that. It seemed uh, like for a yeah, bit. you always hear like those the references to Dune some one way or another at mm-hmm. times, like in various South things, Park. Whether it's the their weird way of mon- like speaking to themselves in this in mm-hmm. this movie, or it's just them whispering to. I didn't even when I first saw this, I didn't even know they were talking to themselves. I thought they were like talking telepathically or something sometimes because <laughs> they're just like, we must take him over, blah blah blah, and they're just like it describing. We must overthrow them now. <laughs> and the only people you ever hear this from are actually like Paul, his uh, mother. Yeah, I think those are the only two that actually have internal monologuing, and those were the two with the voice. Yeah, so you hear like, it a lot in this one. Yeah. Like they're just like the- all sorts of characters doing it, just so you can hear what's like they're thinking at that moment, basically. Yeah, yeah like you don't really hear too much uh, monologuing other than th- from those two, so it made me think it was like related to the voice thing mm. that they were doing. They're setting up, and then you're like, oh, no, it's just them fucking talking to themselves in their own head. But then other moments it is them talking to each other telepathically because that scene, like, when they're captured and they got to escape type thing. Anyway, so, yeah, that 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 was a little confusing when I first watched it originally. Mm. But then I got, that once I figured it out, oh, shit, they're talking to themselves. It is just that. Um, I know. I was wondering that, too. I'm like, are they talking to someone telepathically? Or Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. It was confusing. It was Especially weird. having seen the newer ones first where they do do that. and then. But it's funny that yeah. you hear the, the reference to that stuff in like various media things. It's like the South Park thing is still one of the bit freshest ones I Yo. know where they're just talking to themselves with the whispers. But it's always cool to see that like when you see references that you don't understand and then you finally see the thing. You're like, where it originally oh, came okay. from. Like, ah. like, that's where that was from. Yeah, no, it is cool. It is cool finding that out. But um, <coughs> but yeah, so they actually had a couple of the actors from Twin Peaks in this, aside from David Lynch, the creator, uh, doing both. They had Kyle McLaughlin as uh, Paul. Paul Atreides. Who was uh, the Agent Cooper in Twin Peaks, the main main guy. Mm. And then uh, they also had uh, Everett McGill. Who was Stilgar in this? Who was uh, Josh Brolin's character in the new one? And then we had Jack Nance, who's in Twin Peaks as well. He was Nefood. So I guess he likes to work with a lot of the same actors. Mm. David Lynch. I wouldn't. Dang, if you can find a crew that you like and actors you like, you, yeah, I'd stick to them too if I could. We also had uh, Brad Dorif, who's Chucky in this, as one of the Harkonnen people. He did, he's creepy even in this. He is. God, he's he does a good creepy creepy uh, characters. And then uh, pol- uh, Sting from the police as Floyd Roitha. Oh, yeah. That's right. And uh, Patrick Stewart as Gurney. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> With, what, and you said this was before Star Trek, too, and everything, yeah? Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is what just got Patrick Stewart to the sci-fi world. This movie, dude. <laughs> Calling it here. Oh, did I say Stilgar was Josh Brolin's character? I meant um, Javier Bardem's character and Gurney's Josh Brolin's character. Okay, there you go. Sorry. No worries. 
But um, I've said it right too. I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. But yeah, they uh, <laughs> they did a good job in this. Patrick Stewart always does a good job, though. I feel like yeah, <laughs> even with his ridiculous haircut in this. I know. <laughs> like I said, that added even more character to him. It was a character of its own. It does. I'm still remembering him. <laughs> I remember him pretty well compared to the other characters. Funny <laughs> enough, so yeah, it, it worked. But um, but yeah, any other performances you liked in this? Um. I think they all did a pretty good job. The uh, who's Paul's uh, father in this? Oh, um, what was his what's his name again? The other Atreides. Oh, Jurgen Prosh now, Duke Leto Atreides, right? Yep, I believe that's in the. He did a good job. Yeah, he. Uh, I I funny enough, I did like the the whole uh, the the when they did the poison tooth gas thing mm. in this one. And it's as even though it's a little ridiculous these days with seeing like essentially a giant smoke when he's popping like, oh, out. When he yeah, like in his face. It's like fucking. It's like Godzilla fucking <laughs> firing his his fire breath back in the old days. But it was like the, it, But it was. Uh, I kind of like. It's still. It's a little charming. To, it has its own little charm to it. Mm-hmm. To be honest, especially it's just spewing that one guy's fucking face. <laughs> the other guy. He, he thought it was the Baron, and it turned out to be one of the other little. The other. Well, sometimes uh, some of the campier people. aspects of these things, like. You're either gonna hate or you're gonna love. You just know? fucking imagine some. Just looking at some dude that you just think he's and like I think dying. Is, and he just this is definitely the one where I think <laughs> it's a little bit more charming. Mm. I think for for most people at least, even the Minecraft, the, the Minecraft things, shields. They're kind of like you're like that is so stupid. Actually, but at like, some points they do. They look like uh, the monolith from a from a, a 2001 Space Odyssey. You know, yeah, the, it's the just, little it's such a weird look. They kind of make that. They just make a perfect rectangle. But then they have other like use of practical things in this, like the little like light robot things that go over like the uh, what are the the what are those uh the Reverend the women? What are they called again? The, oh, you mean the uh, the 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 Jesuit sisters? Jesuit ones? Jesuits, yeah. Like the things that go above them and everything, like that. It was really cool, like how like they mix that stuff in. Yeah, because we watched a 4K version of it too, and like you can tell a lot of that stuff still holds up to this day. That's why I was saying even the CGI is good too, because a lot of time when they do some of these 4K ones, like the CGI doesn't age well, yeah. you know. And like you can tell, like it looks great. Yeah, like, it still it still looks pretty good. It has its own little feels. So it it kind of like works uh, with the world. it kind of reminded me of like Starship Troopers, what we watched recently. It kind of had like a similar feel to that. One of my like, favorite where movies. Where you're like, this is old, but like they did a great job. Yeah, it like, still, the it still, it still holds still up hold to up. this day in way, its own way. Like maybe there's like one or two things that haven't aged too well, but like it just kind of adds to that campy. Its aspect. own little charm to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And I do like that, and this definitely has that feeling to it. Even with its Minecraft shields, it's and it's Twin worked. Peaks kind of has a campiness aspect to it, with like the acting almost, at least in like the like original two seasons. <coughs> yeah, and like kind of like the soap opery element to it almost too. Uh so that's like always. I I thought like I was gonna get some of that here with this, so mm-hmm. I was kind of glad that like it wasn't like that at all actually. Yeah. So I was like, huh, like. That must have been a purposeful thing for Twin Peaks then. I wondered if that was like a David Lynch thing because I haven't seen many of his works yet besides Twin Peaks. One thing I will also praise this movie about is like it has some really interesting and unique designs for things in this. From like the ships look di- like they do look at, have their own little design that look different from most things that you see. The uh, the design like the the emperor ships that everyone goes into it looks it, it the Dune world has its own little 
unique cool looks to it which mm. i always i think really adds on to to the to the world it's it not like it's not like rebel moon where they just ripped off it, all the shit it doesn't look like yes yeah, some ge- star wars it doesn't look like some generic spaceship it doesn't look like some generic like throne room or yeah. anything like it actually has its own cool little design that combines like medieval architecture but in also at times like super sci-fi stuff that like even though just, this is different from the new one like with how it's with at least besides like maybe some of the desert stuff with a lot of the looks uh, I think it's awesome, like that they kind of throw you into the world and like, and it's like, just kind of like the new ones. Like you really do feel like they did a great job with these sets and like, like making you feel immersed like, into like, the worlds. You know, yeah. like making you feel immersed, like where you don't just feel like it's fake or like whatever. You know, yeah, you you can believe it. It makes it be- uh, like feel yeah. like believable in this world. And I'm sure a lot of that's because they use practical here. Because mm-hmm. I always, I mean, there is the mix of the CGI too, but honestly, that's... the mix of practical, like here, I think they they focused on that a bit more, kind of like the new movies. Yeah, and it just wins out at the end of the day because it just gives it a look that is gonna like hold out for a long, long time and look great. You can tell they cared about movie two and everything. Mm. They they didn't just make a fucking a cash grab type feel thing or anything. They actually put some heart and soul into it. You know what's funny though? Shows. The David Lynch, I guess, like like has sworn this off basically. What? Like he consider like he compares uh considers it like a failure and like he doesn't oh, this talk movie? he doesn't like talking about it and like yeah, he's really like, he pretty much just like wrote it off. Really, and I always yeah. thought I thought I thought they, he shouldn't be ashamed of it. No, especially right? since it got it got people into the whole series in general as it is. He he did his part. No, that's what I think. Like if he feels a little insecure just because the uh, new movies are, have look really good. Comp- in maybe comparison. It's since they came out. Yeah, maybe he's like, mm, damn, mate, oh, I didn't do the best job <laughs> at this. Yeah, he shouldn't be he shouldn't be ashamed. He shouldn't be ashamed at all. He he did great what what he had back then, and. You, like I said, if you can tell there was still a little bit of care, and there was still care into this movie. It's all yeah. the wacky designs, the the characters look fucking unique and shit like that. Damn. He says, I guess like people have offered him to do like a special edition or like a director's cut sort of thing too, and he said like revisiting the movie would be too painful an experience. Hmm. To endure, so yeah, I don't know. Maybe he had a bad experience with this or something, or like how the studio treated him with it. Yeah, maybe. maybe it didn't perform to. Maybe they were expecting the next Star Wars, you know, and they were like, "What the fuck? Damn it! <laughs> this not did this did not do as good." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, what did you think of the uh, the ending here with like just having all the characters on the screen? Or like they, they <laughs> really the ocean. rushed the happy yeah. ending part of it. Oh yeah, so all them I there smiling like it's like an beats intro. up the guy. It kind of reminded me of like an intro to like a sitcom. Declares himself emperor, uh, makes it rain right away. Everyone's celebrating like yeah. It's just the, the waves rain. in the background, and then all of them like for, like force ghosting in, like smiling, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it, it, Patrick like I, Stewart as Gurney. They, they, they had, like I said, it was the happy it. ending. They just rushed, they, that's part of the rush. They just rushed it right in. Like, happy ending, guys, right now, right now. Happy ending. <laughs> his little, uh, his little sister. That's all. That's like, what, nine years old that already? Was weird. <laughs> that was weird to me. That was just bizarre and seemed like thrown in there. Nine-year-old child. Put her. That she's I, smiling. That I didn't uh, understand. Patrick Stewart smiling. That <laughs> I didn't understand. And that whole like that fuck. What was that like monster thing? What one? That like. Just looked bizarre. Oh, the weird. thing in the beginning in the, where yeah, it's like what the is, what was that? The like what thing that was that supposed sp- to be? I 
I forget whether that was. And then there was a whole scene where it was like trippy as fuck, and he was like flying through space and stuff at one point. I was like, what is going on right I now? St- I still think that thing looked like a giant space fetus inside a tube. It was a test tube, baby. Dude, Covered in know. spice. It, it looked, was just swarmed in it spice. It bizarre. I, I don't know what that was. It, like I said, there was there's some definitely acid trip-like fucking scenes where yeah. you're like, what the fuck is that? Same thing with the sister. Like, that little girl was weird in this movie. <laughs> His, his sister's got OP powers, man. Like, <laughs> can't wait for that. And I love how, like, I think they said, like, two years had passed at one point. I'm like, okay. And then, like, they were like, and, her, and uh, Paul's sister grew at a remarkable rate or yeah, some she, shit she, like she that. Yeah, she got You're a like, growth spurt. She had a growth spurt. <laughs> so in two years after she had been born, I honestly, she was somehow, like, already five, basically. <laughs> what? I'm not even sure. Brain hurty. I don't even know if that was in the books, and I don't think it was, but I, I could think. be wrong somehow. And they just, I just fucking passed by that from the old days. I don't think it is. I didn't think it was either, but I don't know. Because I read into them the other day, like granted on Wikipedia, because I was interested after we saw the new one. <laughs> Did that fucking kid grow? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't see anything like, like that. Like she does so. have some fucking super, uh, good, like some you, powerful like, powers in the later in the season. In I'm the sure series. like the first like four or five books had come out at this point or whatever. So he probably like took things from like the third one or, or yeah the second <clears throat> one technically. Mm. Oh the yeah, he did. one or whatever. You know. Yeah, like I said, they were rushing the happy ending stuff. They're like, oh well, Made actually, it rain right away too. I'm not gonna blah, do blah. anything in Messiah, but I am gonna take that whole Paul's sister thing, and she's gonna be like five in this though, and already OP or something. Like it's just they did some weird thing we like that it. almost. Don't don't make some uh, creative decisions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was definitely uh, a fun time. I enjoyed uh, watching this and. What do you think a lot of other people would think about this, like, today? If they like, uh, like, the more older, like, 80s sci-fi type mm. movies, this is definitely peak, like, 80s sci-fi, like, weird 80s sci-fi type stuff. So yeah. I would definitely, if you they like older sci-fi, I would definitely recommend this uh, this being one to watch list. Or if you like David Lynch stuff. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's a little different for him, like, if you like Twin Peaks, but if you just like the weird aspect of some of his shit. Definitely has that here. Yeah, it's got a more sci-fi feel to it, but uh, not not as much of a soap opera. Yeah, or like detective sort of feel to it, or like noir sort of feel or something. Hmm. But um, but yeah, I think I think I definitely recommend it to people. Um, I know it's got a cult following nowadays. Oh yeah, so people are kind of harsh on it, but like, like. It's pretty basically got a repu- like a positive reputation at least, even though it's a little flawed, mm. because um, because it just has such a cult following now. But uh, but yeah, I'd say it's fun if you. It, it went by pretty quick too. Yeah, it didn't really drag for too long. The pace, so the pacing was pretty good because I think you're just, even though you're seeing the problems at points with the pacing and trying to fit everything into like a two hour movie. Uh, it's also going pretty fast too, and not really slogging because of that. Yeah. So that is a benefit, at least. Um, oh, it, but this also brings up another thing. What do you? Which worms do you prefer? The worm, the giant worms in this one, or the or the new one? Dude, that fucking new one. They were badass in the new one, especially like the scene when he fucking first went on one. When he rides it. Yeah. In the new one. Oh yeah, that is badass. Yeah. So you prefer the new wormosy compared to the vintage <laughs> wormosy? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't buy that vintage popcorn bucket, that's for sure. (laughs) 
That one's probably been used a lot of times by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, uh, yeah, go give uh, the old Dune a good, a nice watch. It's, uh, it's a classic, and if you like, especially if you like old sci-fi movies. And uh, in the meantime, uh, get it yes. right before watching it. Just remember to take a big old snort of that spice, and uh, you'll definitely big enhance orange. your- Big orange spice or Cheeto dust. You'll enhance your your Same experience. Thing, basically, take a nice old fucking line of spice, <laughs> oh, or or mix it in your food like Paul does. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, you don't it's, have to do it that way. No, no, definitely in, in, in fucking snort that shit. It's the don't fastest, be don't be the fastest way to get the spice in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> To reach true enlightenment is to snort the spice. Thank y'all for joining us, Pose. We'll see you on the next one. Enjoy!